Welcome. It's so good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've chosen to take some time out of your week, in the middle of your week, to join us today or whenever it is that you're watching this or listening to this. I'm so glad that you're with us today. You know, I was thinking this past week about how much we are bombarded by self. Now, it doesn't take too much awareness to see that we often, if we're just honest, we often have a tendency to be pretty self-absorbed people. But in particular, I was thinking about how often we are deceived by by terms that on the surface seem pretty innocent, and yet when you really look at them through, through Scripture and through God's perspective, uh, maybe aren't as innocent as what they may, uh, may, may seem. Terms like self-esteem and self-image and, and self-worth, and again, these, these words seem pretty innocent enough, don't they, right? And um, and and we use them on a regular basis, but but sadly, every other magazine article and self help book and commercial and Oprah episode, you know, shares to some extent this this wisdom, this worldly wisdom in regards to having good self esteem and and good self image and and good self worth. And and again, I, I want to be careful because I don't want to knock all of it, but but here's the deal: Satan wants us to be obsessed with self. He wants us to think that it's all about us. And and if we're honest, the irony is that we get our, when you think about it, we get our self-image, our self-esteem, and our self-worth actually from other people. It's, it's really not from self at all. I mean, just for kicks, you can, as long as we're talking about self, you can go ahead and throw self-righteousness on the table as well. You know, we, we can't be really, when you think about it, we can't be self-righteous on our own. The only way to be self-righteous is when we are comparing ourself to other people, and we think that we're more righteous than we are, and we are, you know, better than them. That's that's how we get to be in that self-righteous mentality. Isn't it funny that all four of these self-terms that we often use truthfully have more to do with others than they do with self? The world says, you know, chart your own course, be different, be yourself, right? However, if we're seeking to be like Jesus, if we're seeking to live as children of God, then maybe instead of wasting all of our time trying to build each other's self-esteem and our own self-esteem, we could encourage each other to be more like Jesus and develop some some God esteem, right? I find it interesting that the Bible never really says anything about self-image or self-esteem or self-worth. God never encourages us or commands us to have good self-images. Even as children or Christians, we tell our children, you know, you can do anything, you can be anything, believe in yourself. And again, I'm not saying those are necessarily terrible things, but if we look at our lives through God's eyes and through his truth, it's not about self doing anything. God tells us that we can do all things through him who gives us strength. That's in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. He says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. That's what it says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. He says that he is at work in us, giving us the will and the power to achieve his purpose. That's what Paul says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. We've often tried to chart our own course and in the process have missed the truth of our existence, the purpose of our existence, that we were created to to do one thing and one thing only, God's will, to live in relationship with him and to obey him. And the lie that we've believed is that it's all about us. 
But the truth that God's word gives us is that it's all about him. You see, there would never, there would never really be a need for self-esteem if we choose to live a life filled with God esteem. The truth of who we are is found in the very nature of God. We were chosen by God and created to be like him in true righteousness and holiness, as Ephesians chapter 4 verse 24 says. What other esteem could we possibly need to accomplish great things? And of course, most importantly, to accomplish the will of God. And so let's trade in our self-absorbed life for God-absorbed life. Let's embrace the power of our God esteem and our God image, and let's find our worth in the one who created us to do great things in his name. Let's find freedom in who we are made to be by our Father. As theologian Soren Kierkegaard once said, now with God's help, I shall become myself. In other words, I shall become exactly who he has created me to be. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.